and tell us about yourself. So let's get onto it, guys. Go ahead and tell us about yourself. Sure, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm Brittany Ingram. I am from Spartanburg, South Carolina. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's, I, uh, I am an alumni of Winston-Salem State University. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um that's about it so far until we besides that I am we'll get into it yeah besides being Tony's <laughs> wife and the mother of his children on, and, you know all that besides that that's a whole lot <laughs> right it's a lot it's a lot okay <laughs> um, my name is Tony and uh I'm from Fort Worth Texas and I went to school in Iowa oh, wow. school called Graceland University a little private school played football up there uh graduated with business degree and uh, and then I ended up joining the Navy like five years after I graduated college. So, and uh, that's why I met Brittany uh, my first year in the Navy. So, uh, out here in California. Wow, love that, love that yeah. so much. It's all through your voice, I can hear it very. <laughs> so we are uh, obviously, or if you guys don't know, the Ingrams are debt free. And so we are really, really excited to have them because I don't think we've had a debt-free couple on our show yet. And mm. what we would love to talk to you guys about is um, all about your debt-free journey, um, your overall debt, and just get into all the things. So I'd be curious to kick it off with who first started this idea of we're going to be debt-free. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this full transparency, right? We, we've been on a debt-free journey twice. Okay. <laughs> well, I jump it off like that. So uh, the first time we started our debt-free journey was 2015. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2015. We had like over 100000 in debt. And uh, we started that in uh, Monterey, California, so Central California. And uh, we started that debt-free journey. We progress and we relapse. So we we get we paid off like sixty grand, wow. and then uh, we had a little bit of it in uh, student loan forgiveness, like forty thousand of it. Oh, so wow. we kind of counted that as that was going to take care of itself. God <laughs> <laughs> was going to take care of it. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then uh, we end up relapsing, uh, and so you know we 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 quote unquote was debt free. And then we end up starting back using our credit cards and all that stuff uh, like a couple months later. And that came, that was 2017. Yeah, 2017. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we just, it was like an addict. Yep. You know, we just kept spending money, spending money. And then before you know it, 2019 rolled around and we ended up buying a house. And uh, uh the way the second debt free journey started because we it was like two years of us just spending money and buying cars and all that good stuff, right? 
And then uh, 2019 rolled around, we get ready to buy a, a new home. And a few months into the process, or a few few months into us being into the home, uh, I had to leave for work to go to uh, Virginia. I was in Dahlgren, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I was in my hotel room. And at this point, I was uh, fasting, right? I was fasting. And uh, we like to fast periodically, right? And I was doing like a seven-day fast where I had no social media, yeah. uh, just read my word, just really trying to hear God. And uh, that's where God spoke to me, you know, in that process. And he said, uh, basically, son, what are you doing? Mm. You're going to be the leader of your house. Uh, I'm blessing you with these resources. You got to tighten up. Right. So they hit me like a ton of bricks. And so I called Brittany and I said, uh, hey, uh, we know we got this debt. Uh, let's sit down and talk about this. How much debt do we have? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Brittany and I sat down, added up all our debt. Because in the back of our mind, we was like, oh, we'll just pay it off later. You know, we, we yep. make a pretty decent living. We'll pay it off later. We know it's there. But at this point, it was like, it was a downhill effect. And at this point, we had over $230,000 of, of debt. Wow. But that I included I, the house? That no. did not include the house. No. Okay, wow. Sorry, yeah. mm-hmm. what were you saying? Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, to just directly answer your question in terms of like who started it, who jumped it off, I think both times, Tony mm-hmm. was the one who initiated, hey, let's get out of debt. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I wasn't, you know, thinking I, I wanted to pay off my student loans. That was pretty much the only debt I had um, coming into the marriage, but I wanted to pay off my student loans, but it just felt so overwhelming for me. Um, <clears throat> I would just, you know, act like it wasn't there. And so when I had the opportunity on our first debt-free journey to put them into a loan forgiveness program, I felt like, oh, finally I can breathe. Like they're, they're done basically wow. like, you know, but um, that was not the case. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. No, I was just going to ask, did they actually get forgiven when you put them into that? That's program? what I was going to ask. Yeah. Did, did they, they get forgiven? Get because forgiven. I would be, I'm going to be excited and surprised if they did. I am as a former teacher, a lot of us um, will be like, well, they'll just get forgiven or someone, you know, they promised this. So I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to know if they actually got forgiven. Um, they did not. Um, I didn't stay in the program long enough to even see okay. if they were going to be forgiven. One of the things that was just um, really like shocking to me was I got a letter in the mail saying that the company that I was using for my student loan forgiveness program, they were in court. And yeah, yeah, so the money that I had paid them um, was tied up into like court cases and things like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they were being sued for like fraud and stuff. And so, um, I was only paying like $30 a month. And I think it came out to like, I would do that for the next, well, I don't work for the government and I didn't mention, mention this in the beginning, but I am a celebrity makeup artist. So I work, (laughs) so, you know, I don't work for the government. So my student loans were uh, 20 years. So I was just like, you know, $30 $30 a month for the next 20 years. I cannot believe that we were just like, yeah, hmm, that we, that, that's okay. That'll work. $30 a month, next 20 years. You know, so yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't get forgiven. And we got rid of it before we yeah. had to carry that burden for 20, 20 years. Yeah. Wow. 
honestly though i think we've talked about this on one of our previous episodes but so few people actually get like student loan forgiveness in mm. any capacity like even if you're a government employee or not like there is it's a very fine line you got to be definitely dotting them eyes crossing them t's in order to actually give get them forgiven and i commend you all for like realizing okay we actually need to do something even though you know we thought at some point this would be our way out of it so um so going going through a debt-free journey like for me I'm like this is hard so what would you say for you both was the most challenging like what what was the hardest part yeah uh you want to go first? no I would let you answer that All right. <laughs> All right. I think the the most challenging piece was uh at least for me it was me forgiving myself Ooh. that was the hardest part because Ooh. uh as the man of the house, I'm the leader. We both lead, of course, but I'm the head. Mm-hmm. And my wife follows me and she respects me and she she uh, empowers me. Yeah. You know, she gives me the space to lead the family. And just going through that process, I, I held this burden all the way through, all the way through uh, submitting that last paper. Sometimes I still kind of think about that because it's, it's like, dang, man, I wasted a lot of time and resources uh, because of uh, my actions as a man. And Brittany, she always tell me like, hey, you know, we're in this together. You got to forgive yourself. So she's like my therapist. You know what I'm saying? On top of her other responsibilities. You have to like, you know, really encourage me through that process. And uh, uh, that, I think that's more of a, a leader uh, not ego thing, but you know, my pride was was bruised yeah. big time. But uh, that was probably the most difficult part for me. And, and of course, you know, just paying all that money every month is you know, that's another thing. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what could be the opportunity cost? What could we be doing with this money? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so that what was probably you? the hardest for me. Yeah. What about you, Brittany? I'd be Tony. Curious. Tony mentioned it. Um, I was looking at the amount of money that we, especially our second debt-free journey, um, we had doubled down on our debt, so to speak. So we were paying off, like, uh, we paid it off in 19 months. So we were throwing like 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. I think our highest month um, when like, we sold the house yeah. was like, how much was our highest month? Do you it remember? It was like uh, 30,000, 34,000. In one month. In one month. Oh yeah. So just having that money in your hand and like Tony said, like really seeing like, oh my God, like what could we do with this 30 grand? Like what could we do with this six grand? We were paying so much debt so fast. Yeah. It made my stomach hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, same. No, I love that you spoke to this because people don't speak to, it sucks sometimes when you are doing this cash out, you'd be like, I don't want to do this. Like it I, I, sucks so much that you will never go back, right? Yeah. Like, to depending on how much it is, right? I I, yeah. I get that you all said you ended up relapsing, but it's like once you get it and you, like thirty thousand dollars. I remember when I'm paying off debt, I'm like, I could never watching that money go to somebody else. Yeah, it is sad. It is never sad again. No, so so. Uh, I mean, in those moments where you're like, all right, we got to pay this $10,000 payment, what kept y'all motivated? I mean, y'all in this two-time debt-free journey, what kept you really motivated to continue? Yeah, yeah. Just, I think for me, well, for both of us, we really uh, 
had to sit sit down and have those hard conversations, mm -hmm. uh, like looking forward. You know, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, when I was in my twenties, I could not think about this. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> could not look forward. It is. Golly. And then uh, just looking at our daughters. You know, we got two little girls. Uh, one is seven. That's Harley, and Willow is one. And so. Uh -huh. Uh, Willow was born right in the middle of the debt-free journey. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, we, we got to tighten up because if we, we want to have generational wealth, and this was kind of like our first time talking about this during this debt-free journey and really like building wealth and financial freedom and all those terms, right? Mm -hmm. We have to change our uh, behaviors and how we approach things. And so, yeah, that motivation came from us dreaming together. Like we would have mm -hmm. dream meetings like, man, where do we want to go? Because we're big love on that. experiences. I love that. You know, yeah. what do we want to, you know, what kind of house do we want to live in? Right. Like, what city or country do we want to live in? Just those opportunities. And uh, we felt like if, if we're giving our money away to somebody that didn't earn it, we're taking away from our future. Mm -hmm. And having those hard conversations really lit a fire, really kept us motivated throughout each month and uh that's yeah yeah i think um something you mentioned was doing it together and a lot of times um you know we'll, we'll talk to people or have discussions about this and sometimes one person's more on board than another so i think one good tip you mentioned was you know having these discussions and dreaming and what could this potentially look like i'd be curious if you guys had any other tips to how to get on the same page were you guys budgeting together what other things were you guys doing together that could potentially help somebody to do the same well, one of the things that we did together, we had what we call like dream meetings. And in these dream meetings, like we talked about um, how much debt, you know, we were paying off that month. And so we looked at our budget. We always, you know, um, did our budget together uh, whenever we could, because a big part of our debt-free journey, Tony was on deployment. Yeah. So we had to do a lot of the dream meetings via uh, um, email, yeah. you know, but um those were some of that in those dream meetings. That's when we had an opportunity, like Tony said, to just think about what we could do with this money together, like what that meant for our future together. And so um, I think the first time we were more so still in that consumer mindset. So when we got out of debt the first time, it was like, oh, what can we spend? Right. You know, Tony was like, oh, I want to buy my wife this. And I was right. like, oh, why, you know, and so it was. It was that it was like we wanted to spend money on each other. Mm -hmm. But the second debt free journey, um, we wanted to be we were more in an investor mindset together. And Tony is like my he's like my financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> we have our roles. We I was like, wear so many hats. <laughs> right. But know your role. Right. Know your lane because everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses. So it seems like y'all at least know who's in what lane. Uh, yeah, so he, you know, he throws off these turns to me. He gives me, you know, he t teaches me a lot about like uh, finances and numbers. And so that feels, that empowers me in our dream meeting. So I just feel like as a couple, you know, dreaming together, talking about your money together um, and just looking forward to what you're going to do with that, those investments and that wealth together, you know, what that could do for your children or um you know, if you don't have children, what that can do for if you decide to 
I mean, have an inheritance work to your nieces or nephews or whatever, you know? So. Yeah. And, and another thing I'd add, yes, we budgeted like big time. Yeah. That was like our cornerstone, you know, in, in our meetings, like we would do our budget at the beginning of the month. And, uh, uh, we would also meet throughout the week because sometimes you need those adjustments. That's true. You know, so we meet throughout the week and like, I, Hey, this popped up on us. You didn't see this coming. We had that happen quite often. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or we get an unexpected check in the mail. That happened a lot. You know, yeah, we did that. that. Uh, A few other things we did. We continued to tie 10% of our money to our churches. So we, we continued to do that. Uh, we did have emergency funds set aside, and uh, we just tried to stick to the budget as much as possible. And every month didn't go perfect. Sometimes we blow our budget out the water because of X, Y, and Z. Yep. And so it was definitely something that when we're still working on that, it is like a ongoing process. There's nothing that you will get down totally. I guess you could at some point, but uh, for us, it's still a, a work in progress, honestly. Yeah. I, th- so, I feel like- yeah. I feel that. I feel like budgets constantly change because we change as a people. Like, right, we change, our habits change, and so our budgets have to meet that. So some you said sometimes you blew it out the water and stuff like that, but how was it on this journey with two little ones? Like, how was that budgeting going through this with, because I have one little one, sometimes I just want to give them everything, right? It's Christmas, I want to blow. Yes. So how is that for you guys with two of them? This is good. That's a good, this is a good question. I'll, I'll jump this yeah, one you out. Do, yeah. right. uh, okay, so let me just let me just give you a, a backup real quick. So growing up, traditional, celebrate every holiday, you know, just that's yeah. how we grew up. Yeah. Brittany and I got married uh, early, early on in our marriage. We've been married for eight years now. We, uh, we sat down and we just thought about it. It was like, okay, before Harley was born, like, what do we want our marriage to look like? Like, what are some of the customs and norms that we want to implement into our lives? Because at this point, it's like, it's, it's me and you Us. and God. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we kind of vowed at the beginning that we weren't going to celebrate holidays like that. Okay. And some of the traditions that we're used to uh, in the world, basically. Yeah. Uh, so uh, holidays, we just kind of stay away from. The only thing that we celebrate is our anniversary, birthdays, mm-hmm. and uh, I, that's pretty much it. That's wow. pretty much it. And so they took a lot of pressure off of us uh, yeah. because we watched our parents growing up, you know, just stressing around the holidays, how to pay for things. And so uh, for our daughters, we just basically like, hey, if mom and daddy going to get you something, it's not going to be because of a holiday. It's going to be because we want to give it to you. We, we feel like you deserve this I mean, you, you're our children we'll buy you whatever we feel like it and yeah. so i think that mentality shift which it has not been easy honestly it, it is a work in progress for that yeah. because we're so used to doing those certain things and now it's like uh harley is seven and she's going to school and they're doing all this secret yep. santa stuff and yeah. friends giving thanksgiving you know all of that and she's like oh i want to do that so now that's a whole nother you know, yeah. challenge and how we have to explain it. But uh, we decided that we were going to change. We were going to, we were going to operate in our marriage how we wanted to operate in our marriage. I love that. And so, uh, yeah, so that took a lot of pressure off of mm-hmm. us both. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, we recently talked about this in the episode, how we can do these things non-traditionally. 
Um, and, you know, just because you see other people like falling out doing gifts and stuff, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you have to do in your household. I'd be curious and maybe we'll check back in when Harley's older as how it's going because I think we talked about when you're, when you're growing up as a kid, as a teenage girl, like everyone's calling you about how Christmas was for them. And we are like trying to figure out how are we going to navigate that with kids, right? You, yeah. We don't want to be the people that are like, you know, going into debt over a holiday. So yeah. we'll, we'll definitely be uh, following up with you all on how it's going. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Thank you. So something else really cool that I think Raven and I were talking about when we were um, prepping was you all are into fitness as well. And Raven, I'll let you take over this uh, <laughs> segment because Raven's into fitness a lot. And we were just talking about the correlations between fitness and finance. So yeah. um, I love fitness. I'm we'll taking a little break right now. I'm trying to get back. Into, you know, sometimes you fall off, fall back on, um, but I'm really big into fitness and just uh, the discipline, the motivation, the consistency that it takes to change my eating, change, going to the gym at 5 a.m. even when I don't want to. And along with fitness, and I, when I paired that with my finances, I feel like there's a huge correlation between the two, right? Like if I can have consistency in the gym and what I'm eating, I can control my money, right? If I'm putting, if I know what I'm putting in my body, I know what I'm taking out of my account. So I really feel like those, there's a correlation there, something triggered in my brain between the two. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think the two words that you use, like just being consistent, you know, um, <clears throat> definitely is one of the things that you have to do in fitness and you also have to do when you're paying off debt. Um, for us, I know you mentioned taking a break. We um, we <laughs> we had to kind of take a little bit of a break because um, when we started our debt-free journey, uh, the second time, you know, I was pregnant with Willow and I had you know, I just even birth to her and then we went into a pandemic. So yeah. all that, you know, and Tony went on deployment, all that kind of stopped our flow of working out, but that energy, that energy transferred mm -hmm. to all that, all that, everything that we gave to the gym prior to that, mm -hmm. like we were going hard, we were consistent, we were determined, we were dedicated, we were all the things when it came to fitness, and we did two fitness competitions together, wow. yeah, awesome. and we, I mean, we won them, you know, yeah. so, yeah, I, I ain't that <laughs> fitness person, <right? laughs> <laughs> we're a little we, fitness we, we, we show up <laughs> we're a bathing suit but that's it <laughs> i mean we we really challenged ourselves to get to that like high level um and so i feel like whenever we started our debt-free journey because we we couldn't like get to the gym like that. And I was pregnant and I didn't want to go to the gym, to be honest with you at that time, yeah. we, all of that transfer into the momentum of our debt. And we attack that debt. Like we attack our yeah. um, fitness journey yeah. at that time. And so yeah. now we are still trying now that we are debt free, we're trying to find balance because we don't necessarily want to uh, be fitness competitors at least that's for sure not right now, yeah. you know, who knows what the future may hold, but we just kind of want to have balance. Like we want to show up, like you said, at the gym, do our workout, look nice, work out together, you know, when we can and just, you know, have fun with food a little sometimes. Not, too not mad at that. Mm -hmm. Not mad at that. I feel like that's me and Raven. It's like, <laughs> we try, it's because we try and keep each other motivated for sure. And I think that's a lot of what I heard from you all throughout this entire thing is there's a lot of synergy 
there's a lot of you all working together to accomplish common goals. We're doing this competition together. And I think, I think that makes a huge, a huge difference in terms of reaching your goals. And I appreciate you all for sharing that for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like even though this is about, um, having being debt-free, this is more like a marriage thing, right? Like everything you guys have said that it's, it's being together as one and with God, like we budget Mm -hmm. to work out together. You know, we, we have set our marriage and our family up for success together. And yeah, that to me, it's just inspiring as, you know, a newer married person and a newer mom. And this is amazing. So I think I just have one more question for you guys. Um, would you say that you are a part of the fire community? right? Like you're on the path to fire. And where are you in that journey? Yes. <laughs> Is it a goal of you all's? Yeah. Yes. That's, yes. That's, that's our new baby. Yeah. We're fired up about it. it. Is, oh my God. We've been doing our research on this and it is like, it's like, man, why did not I think about this sooner? Right? In our like, 20s. You, yeah. Like what was it? What were we thinking about? You know, but you know, we've been, we've been customized to you know, 65 is the number. Uh, you got to work it till you, you got to work for 40, 50 years. Yes. I'm not about that anymore. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to work no. that long, man. <laughs> when I'm done yeah. with this military thing, that's it. Yeah. So we grinding right now. That's another journey we're on. Grinding right that's now, exciting. figuring out our uh, fire number and just the things we can do to increase our savings rate. And uh, really try to inspire uh, millennials and uh, people around our, you know, age group and everything. That hey, uh, there's a shift coming, and we could be a part of that. Yeah. You know, and you can really get to a point where you can control your time as much as possible. You give yourself uh, room and leverage and and what you want to do. And uh, so yeah, we're very excited about the fire movement and uh that's something that we're we're uh going for you guys are inspiring to me like over <laughs> yeah I was in debt in 19 months like to me I'm like I need to get my life to- let me get these two <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah you know I, I 100% agree as I say one more thing uh Raven especially for for your journey like yes getting out of debt is like one of the ultimate goals you know and uh just you know i just want to give you some encouragement because I'm, I'm sure that you are like on it and, and things like that stay focused <laughs> keep your head down and uh you know get them people out of your pockets you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially that part yeah yeah mm-hmm. cool. that part well this has been absolutely amazing thank you all so much for your time i know it is early for you all so thank you all <laughs> so 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 much for waking up um we would love to share where people can follow you or anything cool you guys haven't coming up feel free to drop that absolutely uh so on instagram we're at ingram muscle and it's not all about fitness or anything but it's about our our journey faith fitness and financial freedom so we just basically get on there and share our journey and we help as many people as we possibly can uh, just by motivating people, inspiring others, encouraging words. Um, and uh, we do have a website, IngramMuscle.com. We have a book as well uh, called Equally Yoked. Uh, you can buy that from Amazon, uh, but that was basically about our fitness journey and how our that, how fitness journey inspired our marriage and how it uh, brought us closer together. So. Uh, we have we did write a book in 2018 
uh, excuse me, 17, with the published in 18. Uh, Twitter, Ingram underscore muscle. And then on Facebook is Ingram muscle. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find us and follow us. And we also have a YouTube page. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're trying to grow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ingram muscle. And uh, we'll be putting up uh, motivation stuff of financial tips and things that we've learned through the process. So, and we're still learning. We feel like we just want people to learn with us, you know. Well, we're thank excited you all. about the journey. Um, and we'll yeah. links in the notes. So thank you all so much. Thank, thank you guys. Thank, thank you guys, guys so us. much. Yes. Yeah, yeah we're proud of y'all. <laughs> yeah, so proud well, of y'all. I feel like we're in it together. At this point, like we are really in the same fight and you all motivate us all the time. So we're like, we have to connect with them. Just thank you all. It's been nothing but just like, all right, like this is just affirmation for I know I can reach it. So I'm excited. So check out all their links in our notes and don't forget to follow us and she's got to save it. Bye y'all. Bye.